Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome to a delayed start of the Mark Aram Show on a Wednesday, 624, 82 degrees on Peachtree Street. President Trump and the Coronavirus Task Force briefing again spilling into the Mark Aram Show. We happily make way for the president and uh, the important words and questions that he needs to uh, impart to the listening audience. So thank, thanks for hanging with us. Because we have a shortened show, we've had to readjust again, slide to the right. We're going to do Millennial Match Game at 635. Uh, we will still have Johnny Kilbasa with a fast review at 735. Real quick, because I don't have much time here before the news. Uh, I was going to save this till a bit later in the show. But uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'll start with you, Longoria. Okay. How stressed are you right now? 1 Ooh, to 10. How stressed 10 being the worst? 10 being like you're pulling your beautiful hair out of your head. Uh, about an 8. God, that head of hair. So, about an 8. So nice. Low T. Chuck from uh, Whitefish, Montana. 1 to 10. How stressed are you right now, buddy? Just in general. Well, you got a newborn, so... Oh, three. That's it? What were you before the newborn? Two. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I'm not stressed. I'm just tired. To have this guy's life. I know. Deborah Green, how stressed are you? Like, stressed right now or just in in general? general? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give myself a seven. A seven? Yeah. I'm about a five. You anxiety. I'm a five on the stress uh, level. So if you add us all up, eight, seven, five, and... What did three. Chuck say? Three. Yeah, I guess. Three. Uh, 15, 23 on. divided by four. We're about uh, Carry the dragging one. the average a little, little, little under a six, which is what the polls say. So there, there was a stress poll done to rank uh, the most stressed cities in the United States of America. Uh, WalletHub did this. Four key dimensions. Work stress. Chuck has none of that. Nope. Financial <laughs> stress. Chuck has none of that. Nope. Family stress. Yeah, a little bit. It's a squoosh. And health and safety stress. Nah. That's the that's the one with involves COVID right now. And they ranked uh, the top 100 uh, most stressed cities. And Atlanta came in number 37, which is lower that's on the list. Surprising, considering all that's been going on here in Atlanta and Georgia. Uh, 37. We were just behind Dallas at 36, and just ahead of Richmond at 38. The top 10 most stressed cities, according to Wallet Hub, uh, number 10. Jackson, Mississippi. I got to okay. think that's economic reasons there, right? Just for the sake of being in Mississippi. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Number nine, Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Number eight, St. Louis, Missouri. That makes a lot of sense with yes. what's been going on there. Uh, number seven, New Orleans. Uh, number six, Baltimore. Number five, Newark, New Jersey. What a blank hole that place is. <laughs> number four, Gulfport, Mississippi. Isn't that where the casinos are? Yep. That, they're so. stressed because yeah, they're, they're closed. That's yeah. the, why they're stressed. Uh, number three, Birmingham, Alabama. Number two, Detroit, Michigan. And the most stressed city in the U.S. right now, Johnny Kilbasa's home state. 
Cleveland, Ohio. Wow. Cle- it's just Johnny when he hears Russ. Yeah. <laughs> he brought the average he's the, way he's up. the average. Jams up the stress. So, all right, I just want to throw that in. Had a minute to kill. Uh, interesting stuff. Tacoma, Washington, the least stressed city, by the way. Really? Tom Tuttle, Tacoma, Washington. I need two contestants from a Leo Ash game right now, please. 404-872-0750. 404-872-0750. Millennial Match Game next on The Mark Aram Show. Jamie Foxx here. You there? You listening to the Mark Aram show? You better. All right, so not exactly a smooth reopening of the schools in Cherokee County. Chris Chandler going to continue to monitor that in a special tonight at 8 p.m. Welcome back to the Mark Aram show. Delayed start of the Mark Aram show, but that's okay. We still have time to play my favorite game of all time. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Joining us on the phone, a Millennial Match Game virgin. Her name is Kate. Kate, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Thanks for having me. My name's Kate. I was born in 1986, um, and I have a lot of foster cats. A lot of foster cats. Okay. So those are, just for my uh, edification, that's where you you, just, you take the cat in and then you give it away, right? They don't stay with you forever? Yeah. I'm, I'm fostering for Fulton County Animal Services and have four kittens right now. Oh, you're adorable. All right, Kate. Well, thanks for playing. <laughs> uh, let's meet our contestants on the phone. We'll start with Beverly and Griffin. Beverly, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Beverly? Oh, Beverly. Is that the right name, Chuck? Do we know? It is the right name. I'm going to put her on hold, Chuck. You try to get her. Hello. Hello. Hey, Beverly, you there? Yes. Okay. I was about to hang up on you. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself, Beverly. Um, I'm a lot older than that young lady. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But young enough. Um, I'm a nurse. Beautiful. That's all we need. You're young, you're older than that young lady, and you're a nurse. Thank you for your service. William, you're playing Beverly. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I can't compete against those foster cats, but uh, I'm 55, and <laughs> I sell luxury motor home. Oh, all right. We might talk after the show. I might need a luxury motor home. All right, today's uh, Millennial Match Game category is movie theme songs. Movie theme songs. So I'm going to play a movie theme song, guys, and you guys don't need to know what movie it's from. You just have to guess whether or not Millennial Kate will know. For example, Kate, uh, what movie is this from? I feel like this is a gimme since the title in the song. Which is? Footloose. That is correct. So this game's very easy. Again, Beverly and William, you don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether Millennial Kate will know. We will start with you, Beverly. Will Millennial Kate, the fostering cat lady, will she know what movie featured this famous song? think, Beverly? Will Kate know what movie that's from? You say no? No. Okay. Uh, When in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. I think Kate's going to know this one. This is a huge pop culture phenomenon movie. What movie is that from, Kate? Oh, my gosh. I am totally blanking on what movie it is then. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Beverly is right. Kate did not know. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the classic that is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Have you ever seen that movie, Kate? I actually haven't. Wow. All right. Get rid of two cats. Give yourself an hour and a half tonight and watch watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. All right. Here we go, William. Tie it up, buddy. Uh, Will Millennial Kate know what movie this famous song is from? Folks like me on the job from nine to five. 
the famous Dolly Parton singing this gem. What do you think, William? Will Millennial Kate know what movie that's from? Uh, I'd have to say no. You say no. Kate, what movie is this from? It's from 9 to 5. That is correct. Great movie, 9 to 5. Dabney Coleman at his best. No point for William. I didn't think she would get that one either, William. All right, Beverly, you can take a commanding lead here. Millennial Match Game Movie Theme Song Edition brought to you, as always, by our buddies at Rocco's European Garage. Uh, well, Millennial Kate, what no movie this is from? Little Oingo Boingo. What do you think, Beverly? Will Kate know what movie this is from? I think yes. You say yes. I say no on this one. Kate, it's a great movie, but it's not a huge, huge hit. Uh, but you can surprise me, Kate. What movie do you think this is from? 80s movie. I'll give you a hint. 80s movie. I love Oingo Boingo, and it's from Back to School. Oh, my God. How did you know? Is it because you love Oingo Boingo, or you love that movie, or neither? It's because of Wingo Boingo. Oh, it's okay. not because of the movie. Fair enough. All right. William's up next. William, will Millennial Kate would know um, what movie this song is from? A little Duran Duran. No, no, no. No, quick no from William. Kate, what movie is this from? I'm pretty sure of you to a kill. Wow. It's, it's only wow. because you know the name of that song, though, right? Like, you have not seen that movie. I have. My dad's super into James Bond. Oh, okay. I never would have gotten that. Good job, Kate. I believe we've got a new queen of Millennial Match Game. All right, Beverly, real quick before the break, will uh, Millennial Kate know what movie this song's from? If I just believe it, there's nothing to it. I believe I believe I can touch the sky. I'll stop singing, Beverly. What do you think? Will Kate know what movie that's from? I hope so, yeah. You say yes. Kate, you're on a roll, buddy. What movie is that from? I feel like these are 80s movies, and the movie I'm going to say is not, so hopefully I'm not embarrassing myself, but Space Jam? That is Space Jam. Holy <laughs> smokes. Kate is on fire. Call Atlanta Fire Police uh, Rescue Chuck. We need to we need to douse Kate. All right, end of uh, round one of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah Green? Beverly three, William Zilch. Oh, William getting shut out. That's all right. We got another round to go, William. Don't go anywhere. We'll come back. Kate crushing Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show, ninety five point five WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Round two, Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show, brought to you, as always, by our pals at Rocco's European Garage, our own Vanna White, Deborah Green. What is the score, and who is up, my All friend? Right, Beverly, three. Oh. William has yet to score, but it is William's turn. William, here you go. Movie theme song edition of Millennial Match Game. Will Millennial Kate know what movie featured this famous song? No. You say no. You're spoiling my memory here, William. Dancing to Junior High Night. <laughs> oh, what a great, great. Well, I would not say great song, but it was a it was Peter Cetera great song. Kate, what movie is that song from? I have no idea. No. There you go. There All right. Go. There, William's on the board. Uh, Karate Kid Part Two, <laughs> which you might remember where they go to Okinawa 
and uh, and Danielson gets his butt kicked in Okinawa this Plants time. It's the bonsai tree. Yes, he exactly right. All right, here we go. Uh, Beverly, uh, Millennial Match Game Movie Theme Song Edition. Will Millennial Kate know what movie this song is from? Gloria Strumman. Great song, great movie, but kind of an old one, Bev. What do you think? You say yes or no? I'm sorry. No. You say no. All right. Uh, it's the Cars, movie in stereo. Great song, but Kate, what movie is it from? That's the question. Um, there was a siren at the beginning, so let's go Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, I love the thought process, but no, that is. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Every guy knows that scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, th that is the Phoebe Kate scene. That is, yeah, enough said. Everyone my age uh, or older knows what I'm talking about. All right, William, here we go. Uh, ooh, this is a newer one. Will Millennial Kate know what movie this is from? Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface, he looks... Mom's spaghetti, William. You say yes. I'm with you on this. Kate, what movie is that from? From 8 Mile. That is 8 Mile. Very good movie, I thought. I thought so, too. Very good movie. Um, all right, good job. Beverly's up. Beverly, let's see. Uh, oof. All right, this is this is gonna be interesting. I'm gonna skip down to this one. Will Millennial Kate know what movie this is from? Real quick, Bev, what do you think? I'm gonna say yeah. Uh, she's. Uh, do you know what it is, Kate? I have no idea. Sorry, Beverly. That's all right. Jawbreaker. One last one because I'm running out of time. Uh, William, what about this one? Uh, yes. You say yes. All right. Everything I do, I do it for you, Kate. What movie is that from? Um, the Breakfast Club. No, good guess, though. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Final score, Deborah Green. Uh, Beverly Four, William Three. Oh God, you got you crushed it. Good job, great job, Kate. You were amazing. Can we have back have you back on for a Millennial Match game? Of course. Excellent. You did really, really well. Your dad's gonna be proud, and so will the cats. We'll come back after news, weather, traffic. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. This is the Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I run this town to be near you. to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole gang here tonight. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck, Low only a three on the stress level with a newborn baby. That's how amazing Chuck's life is. I have a pretty good life. We're in the middle of a pandemic. He just had a newborn baby... 
But he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm a three. Yeah, whatever. I have a stone house and a hot wife makes a lot of money. What do I got to complain about? <laughs> All right. Touche, Chuck. Touche. Uh, coming up in 30 minutes, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. I got some other food stories I want to pass along. Uh, but we got to talk about COVID again. Uh, we, we know the industries that are hurting because of COVID, right? We don't have to go in depth on that. Casinos, cruises, freaking restaurants. I mean, we, we know which uh, industries, business industries, are really, really hurting because of the pandemic. One that that popped up today, I didn't see coming. I am not the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions, but Mm -hmm. I got a pretty good uh, mind about what's going on in the world. And I did not, if you had told me two months ago, hey, this pandemic's going to go on through August, what's a business that's going to be hit? I would not have guessed the denim jean business. Wow. But apparently the denim jean business is getting crushed because apparently, Deborah. People are, obviously no one's coming to work anymore. They're working from home. Mm-hmm. And they all of a sudden, jeans become an uncomfortable option for workwear. To me, jeans is like the most comfortable thing in the world, right? Like, I wear them well, every day. other than shorts, but yeah. Okay. Jorts. <laughs> Longoria wears jorts. <laughs> I said shorts. Yeah, but I mean, I, like, if I want to be comfortable, if I want to go out, I'm putting jeans on. You got to yeah. think Yamamoto skinny jeans. Oh, well, and women wear fitted jeans, right? But that's where it comes in. Like, you guys probably wear, like, baggy, loose fitted baggy yeah, jeans, which exactly. are fine. But if you're wearing anything a little more fashionable, or millennial hipster. Yeah, no. It's going to be like skin tight. And so when you so wear not Well, that if they're not comfortable in the first place, why would you wear those skin tight Yamamoto jeans? Because they look good. I don't know. Do Yamamoto. They? Not on Yamamoto. <laughs> do they? I mean, no offense to Jared. I don't well, for, th- for women, I prefer fitted jeans Have you over seen shaggy sure, sure. jens Well, for women, yes. But let's well, talk about dudes for a second. Have you seen the jeans that English Nick wears? On He's 97 British. Wonder. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but that's a she whole is, British thing. I don't care. British. Like, Nick's a great guy. I don't know. But how he gets from him. the waist down, he looks like a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is going on there. So, you're saying the decline is not because guys like me, Chuck, and Longoria aren't buying jeans anymore. It's it's English Nick, Yamamoto, and women that are. Yes, aren't. because a lot of the brands that are hurting are top end brands like G Star and Raw and True Religion, which are Never very expensive jeans. Now, you guys are probably like, no you guys are more of Levi's and Wranglers. They're probably doing fine because you're still getting your ranch hand people doing fine. I've actually upped my jean uh, purchases in the last. So I still have some Levi's, mm-hmm. uh, but Banana Republic makes really good jeans. Really? Yeah. Like all my, and, and they do like these quarterly sales. Really? I don't know if they do them anymore. I only thought they sold khaki there. No, they have really, like I have jeans that have, I've, that are like 10 years old. They're like really well made and they're expensive normally, but sometimes they'll be like, oh, two for one bananas. And then I go in and stock up. Mm-hmm. need to do that again, actually. <laughs> stock up. Uh, so I like normal, I think they're like hundred dollar jeans, which I wouldn't pay $100 for jeans. That's almost average now, I think. <clears throat> yeah. So when I get them on special, they're like 50 bucks. And That's why I buy my jeans at Target. I don't think I paid more than $20 for jeans. Yeah. So ever. jealous. Yeah, yeah I go I to JCPenney. Yeah. Like, I just, <laughs> no, I'm not wearing the husky that jeans. jeans. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's the husky section? But I, so th- this makes sense to me a little bit because I, I just thought my fiance was crazy. So she's been, she's a teacher. So she's been working from home since March. And she, <laughs> for the first time since March, she had to put on hard pants. That's what she called jeans. Hard pants? Yeah, no, hard pants. 
She's like, oh, I, got, I wore hard pants today for the first time when I went to the I've supermarket. Never heard of that yeah. means anything that's not like stretchy, yeah, so exactly. not leggings, not sweatpants, not, not yoga not pants, wear, not sweatpants. Yeah. And I was like, hard pants? What the? I've never heard she that starch before. Them? I don't know, but <laughs> the, but I guess you're right. Yeah. Women wear tighter, more form yeah, more fitting, fitted clothes, so they are tight. So mm-hmm. how big of a dent is this put in the denim industry? Forty percent down overall just this year. That's wow. from the beginning of the Dang. year. Yep. And things like uh, leggings, sweatpants, athleisure stuff. So like Lululemon, Athleta, all that yeah. have, have gone up like 60%. And you can't, you, like some of that stuff's back ordered. I tried to order some some sort of leisure suit pants, whatever. Leisure like, suit. Non, Non-hard pants. <laughs> and they were like back ordered for like eight weeks because. Probably, yeah. Like, yeah. If she's a common size too, yeah. She is a uh, common size, I would imagine. I don't. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, just going to leave it there. Just say yes. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, no, she she's is. an extraordinary she, woman. She's below common size. I'm just size. saying, she but, wears a very popular <laughs> size, yeah, so they're going to be sold out she's quickly. She's a below common <laughs> size. Thank you, Longer. Yes, she's an extraordinary. Yeah, anyway, um, I, I this that did, I mean, I, I knew that firsthand what Maya was doing, but I didn't think that would be, uh, you know, expanded across the uh, the buying universe that people aren't buying jeans. Uh, are jean jackets still a thing? I don't think so. Yeah, they are. Are they? Not like they use... Well, I'd see them every once in a while, I guess. Maybe not like 80s style, but you can get denim jackets. Like, if I go on some of the stores that I shop at, you'll find denim jackets. I had... I wearing them. um, No. I never bought a jean jacket, denim jacket. What do we call them? Denim jeans? Denim jeans, same thing. But I remember one... My last year, my senior year of college, I was at this bar called The Renaissance, which sounds fancy, but it's not. It was the (laughs) college bar. And there was this big fight in the parking lot. And you know how dudes fight, like Deborah. They take off their jacket. You know, it's it's. I'm picturing West Side Story. It's Poughkeepsie, New York. So yeah, basically <laughs> in this muddy parking lot, and this football player took off this like you remember the store structure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. my brother used to hit up structure. So that was structure. like the bomb in 1996, yeah. 95. Like that was the cool store. Yep. And this football player took off his uh, green denim jacket, and in 1996, it was a nice looking green denim jacket. And he took it off and he put it on the hood of my car. I was parked in the parking lot. And they get into a fight. And I'm like, finders keepers, man. I'm just taking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Is there a photo of you wearing that jacket? Oh, oh, you never man. worked in school, I can imagine because this was midnight, as you were saying. It was it was at night, yeah, for sure. I, I know exactly the kind of green you're talking about. Too. Yeah. yeah, it was, uh, I had to be careful. So it was, tour- so I guess this was springtime because that's when he would have been wearing, you know, still a little crisp. Sure. Um, so I remember I waited till the end of the school year because I didn't want to get in trouble with the football team. I mean, it's not the you know, I mean, the Marist Red Foxes are not right the University of Georgia Bulldogs, but still they could all kick my butt. So I remember keeping it on the download till summertime, and when school went out, and then I would you I know, would break they sold it up. More than one of those green jackets. Yeah, I was gonna say like you could have just been like I went down to structure, dude. What I are you loved talking it so about? much, like, and I picked one. I saw up. you fighting with it. I just wanted to get one. <laughs> I saw. I saw. You <laughs> I thought it looked good on me. <laughs> that makes that would have made sense. So I didn't want to risk that. No, I wouldn't have either. Like, that nice... was the only. You thought that was the only one in the world, like. Well, I just, I, listen, if there is a 2% chance that a linebacker is going to kick my butt, <laughs> yeah. why risk it? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Put it in the closet for yeah, a month, right. and yeah. then I'm home free. Speaking of closet, I freaking <laughs> bear, I guarantee I still have that jacket somewhere in my oh, house. Oh, you're going to dig it out. For it. Yeah. Well, you, do you think you still, I mean, I'm sure the football player was bigger than you at the time, so yeah, it was probably yeah. a little big, you know. It was. It was like an XL. So probably it was fit the you 90s, now. too. Everything was <laughs> Everything was <laughs> <laughs> Probably fit you fine fit right now. Wow, that was a shot. I guarantee, yeah. Like down here in your house now? Yeah. 
Oh, I never throw it. any. I'm literally bordering on hoarder status right now. Dude, you got to drive And I've got, it, like, in my front foyer, that's the entryway long yeah, Fancy. I've got the coat closet, and there are coats in there. I I haven't opened that closet door in three years. Just, there's no, I mean, there's right. no fun. I just, it's like a storage closet of coats right now. And I bet it's in there with, like, my old baseball jacket. Please. 90s fashion is very in again. Yeah. Please it's find a good-looking jacket. Please find You look that. like Yamamoto with it all tight. and It's not, listen. <laughs> it all I'm not that much bigger than I was in 1996, grenades. you son of a gun. I'm, I'm poorlier for sure, but I could say, it's an XL. I can fit into yeah. it. Uh, anyway, I, I just wanted. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's spicy today. Longoria, Schlongoria, just coming from the top row for star of the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, have you stopped buying denim? I guess, and this, I guess, is directed to the ladies. Or just clothes in general. Like, what have you stopped buying? Yeah. What? How Since... are you? Yeah, that's a good point. What are you doing for clothes purchases now that we're in the pandemic? I, I mean. There's nothing more American than than denim jeans, right? Like that is the Amer. We invented them here, right? Yes. Yeah, that's why and the it's, Russians love them. And apparently, there is. Um, you ever watch that show, Pickers? American Pickers? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a hoarder, so I love that show. <laughs> and I I know Mike, the skinny guy, yeah. not the no, not the little guy. Um, he buys like if he sees vintage jeans, yeah, from like the 30s, they're really expensive. So like those original Levi's are are like. Collector's items. Mm-hmm. They're like straight up canvas too. Yeah, they're real. I mean, they're really stiff. T- they're, really tough. Yeah. In Montana, when I yes, think sir. of jeans, I think of Montana. Is there a brand like if you wore Lee jeans, would you get mocked in your yeah. one room schoolhouse? Yeah, you, there's only two acceptable ones: Levi's and Wrangler. Okay. And if you're real, uh, really on the on the cowboy side, you're you're wearing Wranglers. Wranglers. Yeah. I don't think I've ever owned a pair of Wrangler. I definitely was outfitted in Lee jeans as a kid. Yeah, no, not those anything the outside ones. of those two, and you're probably going to get the mocked. really dark denim, that stiff denim, Ugh, that tough skins. Yeah, yeah. T- yeah, exactly. All right, so I just want to take your pulse on what's going on in the uh, in the fashion world. Not that we're fashionistas or anything, but I was just surprised that uh, denim sales are plummeting. God forbid we lose Levi Strauss and Company. It's an American institution. Four oh four. 8720750180 WSB Talk on behalf of management I'd like to apologize uh, to our coworkers Jared Yamamoto English Nick we meant no harm we we're just using you as examples and I apologize to the linebacker whose green denim jacket I stole so many years ago 4048720750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram this is the Mark Aram show Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Whether the gene industry, can it survive the COVID-19? 404-872-0750, wsb talk By the way, if you want to see what Longoria, uh, Loti, myself, and Sanjay look wearing uh, Jordache jeans, check out my Instagram. It's at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. It is terrifying. Mark's in Marietta. Mark, welcome to the show. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how are you guys doing? Excellent. Have you not heard of stretch denim? No. Tell me more about this. There, de- there is denim out there that is just as comfortable, if not more comfortable, than yoga pants. And they look like regular jeans. They look like jeans. They actually look better than jeans. And they're made out of cotton and lycra. So they stretch just like yoga pants or Lululemon. Can, uh, like, would a guy like Longoria wear them or me? Absolutely I mean, not. Absolutely. No. Yes, no, well, you would not. 
I've been in the men's clothing business for over 20 years, and we sell a bunch of them. Really? But I'm like, my regular yeah. jeans are comfortable. I don't I don't need a need for stretchy. Both of you wear, like, loose-fitted jeans. Yeah, right? yeah. Very you're not, baggy you're not jeans. Wearing, you're not yeah. wearing these jeans. They're, they're, they, look, they look great. Okay. And they are extremely comfortable. So basically, it's just maternity jeans for men. Is, is, what, is basically... Yes. Uh, yes. I, I guess you could... I guess you could say that. Now I do have a pair of slacks. This is uh, when I'm when I'm really putting on weight. I've got a pair of slacks with like a, uh, your a, fat pants. My fat pants, yeah. where like the waist stretches a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I've got those. That's, That's a little I, give. When I when I have to put those on for TV in the morning, I'm like, all right, I better watch what I'm eating is now. Thanksgiving or something. I got to use my fat pants yeah. now. Like the band actually stretches. Like they are maternity slacks for men. Uh, John is up next to the Mark Aram Show. What's cooking, John? Can you hear me now? Absolutely. All right. So, listen, um, I am not a fashion specialist here, but when you made the comment that denim was created in America, and then she made the comment, yeah, that was a denim that was made out of canvas. It was like nails on a chalkboard. Okay? Um, fact check here. Denim was created in France in the town of, I think it's Nimes or, or Nims. So that's where the name denim came from. Uh, it was a predecessor of, or I'm sorry, it was a, it was created uh, much like dungarees, which came from India. You know, dungarees are a different type of, uh, of cloth that's uh, like the granimals, if you remember granimals when you were growing on up. So denim is denim. Canvas is canvas. So You are correct on that. You are correct on the origins of denim. It was made in Cedars de Nîmes, France. In the city of Nimes, uh, in the late 18th century. Wow! So they've been around a while. They were made popular in the 1800s in the time of the gold rush because uh, because American gold miners needed clothes that were strong, lasted longer, and did not tear easily. Levi Strauss, a businessman, and Jacob Davis, a tailor, supplied miners with denim pants that were made from durable material. Real quick, Chuck, a uh, little Montana music, Longoria. The Cowboys in Montana do what to their jeans? They 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 take them in and get them like as starched as humanly possible. They're so stiff you, you can hold them up and watch them try to put a pair on and peel the legs apart to get their foot through. I don't it's understand that. That's fun. so uncomfortable. They I'm, all do it and they all they Yeah, Texas is the same thing. What's that? In Texas the same thing. Yeah. And they especially do it like if they're going somewhere and they need to look good, they will they're good jeans. Oh, I've been to Wild Bills. I've seen it. They I just don't understand it. Starch them. I mean they're that st- you could knock someone out with a pair of jeans and be right. starched. Sadly, Longo, we don't have Texas music for you to tell your story. (laughs) We'll just ride the Montana music to the break. (laughs) Um, We're going to come back. More of your calls. The denim industry getting whacked by COVID-19. Sales down 62%. People not wearing the hard pants anymore. Uh, Your thoughts on that? And what are are you purchasing clothes-wise during the pandemic? 404-872-0750-1800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. 736, 81 degrees on Peachtree Street. Eh, seven and a half of The Mark Aram Show. Back sweat meter, not too bad today. Mark Aram and the bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Again, uh, more COVID-19 positive tests in Cherokee County in the schools. We'll cover that through the overnight and have the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News. Johnny Kilbasa coming up straight ahead with a fast food review. Uh, hard pants. Are, uh, are going away. Denim sales down 62% during quarantine as uh, millennials, English folk, and women have decided to stop wearing jeans. And guys, regular guys like... Uh, Gen Xers. Gen Xers and boomers. I don't think any boomers are out there wearing 
skinny jeans. We're still buying jeans, but we are not uh, making up a majority of the purchases. Your thoughts on that? And, and what kind of clothes are you buying during the COVID? I don't think I've bought a single piece of clothing this year. Do you buy a lot of clothes? Like just Apparently for TV? Apparently not. Maybe? No. Like TV. I got TV shirts shipped at the end of last year, like the collared shirts. Um, t-shirts. I acquire a lot of T-shirts. Yeah, from, I get them. Things exactly. Yeah. Oh, you know, I bought some underwear at K and G. Wasn't that last year? Yeah, you're right. I probably <laughs> haven't been there since COVID. I don't know. Not since COVID. I haven't bought purchased a single pair of clothing since COVID. So that, that's my fault. That the denim. It's all on you. The denim market is <laughs> crashing. Uh, Jed joins us in Jasper. Jed, welcome to the show. How are you? Whoa, Jed's crowning a horse. What's going on, Jed? Yeah, I'm good. I just want to tell you, I wear GWs. What are GWs? Goodwill. Oh, Goodwill jeans. That, that's not, a, that's not a, a bad idea to go shopping at Goodwill. You can get a lot of good finds there. Yeah, amen. I know I donate stuff to Goodwill like three times a year. Like I, I give them some good stuff. These might be too small for me, but... <laughs> Maybe. I'm not saying you're getting my stuff, but... Uh... I need more room, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what what is that making noise in the background? Is that uh talk to you later, buddy? Uh Tina's up next on the Mark Aram show. Hello, Tina. Hey you guys. You know what I think what I see is warm weather is probably what's impacting the uh denim uh, purchases and we'll probably see that pick up in the fall winter. Uh, but the other thing that I see is too much stretch pants, lycra, yoga pants on the females because it's just too much information. I oh, look forward to when so we get dressed again. Ladies, revealing. please, let's get dressed again. Yeah, what I think there, well, Tina, I think people are wearing that revealing stretch pants yoga stuff when they're at home right i mean that's because everyone's staying at home and working most of it yeah yeah uh, as far as the jeans sales because of the warm weather i mean these are these are, this is data going back to this is all all year so far yeah so, so the so it's not just now people have not been buying the hard pants for quite some time 404-872-0751-800 wsb talk and now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Yeah, yeah. Joining us live, live I say, on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight, Oof, We Do Not Want to Know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I wear Walmart's finest stretchy jeans, and people aren't buying jeans. Because they're afraid to admit that they got to bump it up a couple sizes. Like, yeah, I used to be a 36, but now I'm really a 40. But I'm going to keep squeezing my fat ass into that 36. <laughs> no chance, buddy. They don't want to admit the size. With 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 uh, sweatpants, you just get the XL or the double XL. You don't have to worry about the yeah. number, the numeral. Chuck, what size yeah. jeans do you wear? You're a fit dude. Uh, 32, 36, 32, 34. I was in eighth grade when I was yeah, 32. I was going to say, yeah. it's been a while. Eighth grade. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, 32. I'm, I'm a slim guy. I, I, I vary because I, I, my weight goes up and down throughout the year. I go, my low is a 36 and my high is a 40. Good grief. So I got a wow. four inch swing. swing. That is quite a swing. Yeah, exactly right. Um, interesting. All right, Johnny K, what's on the menu tonight, my friend? <laughs> 
Speaking of getting fat, Mark, everybody <laughs> likes beer and everybody likes Arby's and everybody likes fish sandwiches. Mark, we've seen a ton of fish sandwiches come and go from Arby's, but now they're coming out with something new for the fish sandwich. You're going to see a beer battered fish sandwich. Now, you'd, you'd think that they've done this kind of thing before, but you know, they're, they're, they have a good fish sandwich at Arby's, but the, the breading is kind of crumbly. You know, it's not really a beer batter, but they're actually using real beer. So this, when they, when they put this fish into the batter, it kind of comes out like Han Solo when he's dipped in the carbonite, you know, it's all encompassing. There's nothing crumbling. Everything's just right there. And it's not going anywhere until Luke and the kids show up to free it. I, so uh... you got your beer, <laughs> you got your beer battered fresh shredded lettuce, it pickle slices, the sauce of tartare, brioche bun, all the things you're going to find normally on a, on a fish sandwich from Arby's, but beer batter kind of reminds you of, you know, Friday night in the spring or a summer afternoon when your dad comes home from the lake and he's got a bunch of fish and he, the only thing he actually makes is this weird beer batter that takes about four cans of beer, but only two cans of beer actually goes in it. The kitchen gets trashed. He's dipping things. Everything's covered with flour and beer. It's awesome. I the the King's Hawaiian fish sandwich at Arby's I really enjoyed so I'm curious to get their take on the beer batter I, I think that I'll enjoy that for sure any any uh, developments in the fish sandwich world I'm keen to because I'm a big fish sandwich guy yeah and you don't normally see developments in the fish sandwich world at this time of year so it's a refreshing change I want someone to go out on a limb when I say someone I mean a, a fast food establishment maybe a Hardee's. Maybe so. Maybe a crystal gonna go. I want them to team up with Mrs. Paul's and be like, "Listen, we're not even gonna half step. You're getting a fish sandwich with four or five Mrs. Paul's fish sticks on it, a slice of American cheese, and that sauce of tartar." Like, I want oh, to see. That's great, right? Wouldn't people like just for nostalgia purposes go out and 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 check that out? Yeah, man. That's why you make the big bucks. They yeah. need to start listening to you. I used to do that when I was a kid. Uh, fish sticks were I've, I've mentioned this a big thing in my house and. Well, my parents went out. I would put them in the toaster oven, heat those buddies up, put them on uh, some some white bread, slice of cheese, homemade tartar sauce, relish and, and mayo, and and I'd have Heck a yeah. feast. Yeah, I would buy that if a fast food joint put the fish stick sandwich on the menu. I would certainly try that out. And if you want to get crazy, four fish sticks across, and then cross hatch it with four cheese sticks while you're at it. Oh, ooh, ooh, Johnny, taking it up a notch. Johnny, I know you're a big fan of fair foods like I am. Um, and sadly, a lot of state fairs are being canceled this year. But good news, Deborah, out of Minnesota, uh, you don't you could you're going to miss the fair, but you don't have to miss the fair foods. Yeah, you can actually order a box of your favorite fair foods, and they'll ship it right to you. Check so. this out, Johnny. Wow, fifty nine ninety five. You get state fair to go kits. Uh, the kits feature cheese curds. Corn dogs, French fries, chocolate chip cookies, and mini donuts. Each box is fifty nine ninety five, and shipping will begin on August seventeenth. There's a couple of things I would like to add in there. Um, fried dough. Well, I call we call it fried dough. What do you guys call that? With the powdered no, those sugar? are elephant ears. Elephant ears, yeah. Elephant. There's another word for yeah, it. Yeah. Um, if you wouldn't have said those two, I would have remembered. When it's all, it's all like a funnel cake. Funnel yeah, cake. Funnel that's cakes. it. Exactly yeah. right. Deb Green star of the show. Uh, I would throw that on there. But uh, listen, that's that's not bad. Cheese curds. I'm signing me up. Yeah. Friend. All right. Now we know we're getting Johnny for uh, for Hanukkah. 
We're getting him a box, a fair food box to go. Uh, Is that Omaha Steaks fair food? <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we? Can you hear Johnny? Have you heard Erickson do the kielbasa mention uh, in the Omaha Steaks? Do you have? <laughs> I, I hey, swear, I swear he's like telepathically talking to you, talking about the uh, kielbasas. His wife loves. No wonder I can't sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it, Longoria. Yeah, we'll we'll find it another day. Uh, Johnny K. Good news on the fish uh, fish sandwich front. We appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol is high, baby, so my. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Cabasa rocks on Instagram, and listen to the Sausage Hut podcast on any pod app or JohnnyCabasa.com. All things Kilbasa on JohnnyCabasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. Ah, I like a good fish sandwich. Beer battered fish. Growing up in a Catholic home, mm-hmm. fish fry was a big thing for you, right? Yeah, Fridays. Yeah. I don't eat fish, but everyone else did. And your husband is uh, British. Oh, fish and chips. Fish and chips. Yep. Yeah, all right. So maybe he would check that out. Why don't you bring one home for maybe. him? Maybe. <laughs> I'd probably just make it at home. <laughs> uh, Lynn joins us in beautiful Gainesville. Lynn, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all? Excellent. What's going on? Oh, I was just going to tell you that it's basically the boomers that are responsible for the demise of the denim you know how come so, why is why is it on the boomers um because when we grew up i mean we were like you know rocking like the hip the hipsters with the bell bottoms and the four inch belts and all that and now our guts are like you don't uh, want to look at them you know what i'm saying um so everybody's wearing the spandex and um covering it all up but um yeah i don't i don't know it's like the you to have my favorite jeans are all hanging in my closet but but um, but mom jeans are a thing right uh, never, never would go there. No, but they are a thing. Th- you're aware again, of them, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my buddy Matt D, whom I love, we were he he was on my dart team back when I was able to play darts and didn't have the show, and uh, he showed up wearing just these mom jeans, like <laughs> oh, complete 100. No. So he earned the nickname Matty Mom Jeans, <laughs> just for make that one mistake. You make one mistake yeah. around your dudes, and you're well, marked it. for life. That's yeah. worse than mine. So that was like eight years ago. He's still I'll Matty Mom Jeans. Yeah, low T I'm actually I was thinking I was jeans. thinking about this, Chuck, the other day. Yeah. I'm sad that I gave you that low T Chuck nickname because because I thought about this. We were, I was talking about restaurants that are no longer exist or from childhood or whatever. Yeah. And my favorite restaurant when I was a kid for my birthday, my parents would take me to a place called Beefsteak Charlie's. Oh, no. <laughs> and that would have been such a better nickname. Beefsteak hey, Charlie. If you would, want to change it. I don't I, It's ahead. been years yeah. now. No, we can't. Honestly, we're what on do you think? I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know how that would take. We I know. Do, I'm just going to drop yeah. it in once in a while. <laughs> just watch it. Yeah. Beefsteak Charlie's. It was great. I love that I'll restaurant. Do a focus group on it. <laughs> Russ is in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, how you doing, buddy? What's up, Johnny? What's up, Johnny? I got I got a very attractive picture uh, sent to me from your email account today. A very attractive lady. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was going to tell you about my new potential girlfriend, but if you'll let me, I want to ask you guys a question about something that's more important. I think. Okay. Um, you remember when I gave blood about six months ago? No, but I okay. Well, I did. I must have given them my. I've never did it before. I must have given them my email address because they sent me a message about an hour ago, and it said, "Russ, we are extremely low on type O positive blood, which is what I am in your area. Can you help us?" And I said, "Yes, but I mean, would you guys give blood right now during this Corona thing?" Yeah, just wear a mask. Yeah, I give blood all the time. It's safe. Yeah, it's safe, Russ. The, okay. the fact that they're asking you for blood means there's really a shortage. So <laughs> yeah. get out there and do what you got to do, Russ. I fully endorse you donating blood. That's good karma, too. 
Yeah, I'm going to do it. They said one donation could save three people's lives. Absolutely. So how can I not? And your blood you know? is mystical, so maybe you could save <laughs> six to 12 people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're upright. After everything you've been through at life, your blood is still coursing through your veins. So that's some powerful uh, nodules. Running. It is amazing. And I'm, I'm damn healthy. I'm 60 years old. And I'm really healthy. I've never really been sick at all. No, oh, you just jinxed yourself. Yeah, way to jinx yourself. Wear a mask, floss your teeth. Floss your teeth, yeah. Brush your teeth, floss, all that stuff. Russ, uh, I'm very excited. Friday, never have ever with Russ in Gainesville, buddy. You ready? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Hey, you know that picture I sent you a little while ago of that girl with the short shorts on? Yeah. She came in here twice into my room. Look at you, Russ. Hey, Living yeah, yeah. the American dream. <laughs> Russ, I got to run. We'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. We'll be right back. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the show, 755. Tim's been hanging on in McDonough. Tim, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, boss? Uh, Jews nugget. Levi Strauss was Jewish, and their contributions helped to found the state of Israel after they made it big. No kidding. How about that? Give me that belated Jews nugget sounder, Longori. You're sleeping on the wheel there. Jews nugget. What are we going to do? We were going to add the Jews Nugget thing. Do we get that I added? I sent you guys that, yeah. Did I you sent get in. that? The Yosemites? Oh. Yeah, I got oh, it. That okay. was... Yeah. I was going to play it going out, but... but well, we, I want to add, add that to the how Jews Nuggets. How do you want to add it? Yeah, You'll have so, to tell us how you so want to add the, it. So play the swoosh. Jews Nugget, and then Yosemites. Yosemites. Yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> okay. that, so I'll have to great. work on that. I'll yeah. have to put it together. So a Yosemite shout-out. Good job, Tim. I'm uh, Thank you for that. I did Well, I guess Levi. That's a pretty... Hebrew sounded name. Strauss. By the way, oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot to bring in the Hebrew book for Chuck today. Oh, I want to. Yeah. All right. So you tomorrow in the jacket. Yeah, I'm green in jacket. The green, Hebrew book. My, <laughs> my stolen green <laughs> denim jacket and my uh, my Hebrew school yeah, book. I so I'm going to teach Chuck how to read Hebrew tomorrow nice. on the air. What else do we got coming up tomorrow, Deborah Green? I believe uh, Little Sanjay is joining us. Little Sanjay is joining us with the Millennial Match Game. No, 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 no. no, no, no. You're so confused. Can he play Millennial Match Game? No, he's he's too old to be a Millennial. Uh, He's going to do Would You Rather. We'll probably have a delayed show again tomorrow, though, because it looks like the president's digging these uh, press conferences. If he started on time, we'd get in. Yeah, it'd be fine. And he doesn't take a lot of questions. He is getting in and getting yeah, out. He's yeah, yeah. Bantering for an hour and a half. He's what like I've noticed is ones. he's taking questions till he doesn't want it. Th- the, like. That, so it's like a game right now with the reporters. They're like, we, they got to kind of throw him softball so he'd stay up there. And as soon as they get they hit a question that's too close to home, he's like, all right, goodbye. Like he's Costanza. <laughs> he's Costanza. Thank you, good night. He is. He's yeah. getting out on a high note. Yeah, he's getting out on <laughs> a high note. Exactly high right. Note. Let's get out on a high note with star of the show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Oh, I'm giving it to uh, Kate, the millennial. She crushed it. She did a good job. She did a really yeah. good job She's of Millennial Match Game. And that was a tough one, too. So uh, good job for Kate. Uh, we will, again, uh, if you want to see Longoria, myself, Low T, and Little Sanjay in super tight hard pants, Jordash jeans, check out my Instagram. Uh, it's at Mark Arum, M A R K A R U M. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Don't you weep, pretty baby. Don't you weep, pretty baby. You and me and the devil makes three Don't need no other loving, baby Go to sleep, you little baby For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time There's Granger 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.